property. So when I leave, don't be frightened. Oh, okay. <coughs> Depending on what, where we're at. Do you want this clip right away? Which clip? The one you sent me. Kamala? Yeah. The one you sent me. <laughs> God, we have so much good stuff today. I forgot all about that. Joe, you sent it. No, I know. 14 I minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't forget about it. I just forgot where to place it. I didn't forget about it. I just uh, forgot about it. That's right. <laughs> hey, let's do ads. Well, we better so you don't get in trouble. That's all right. You know what? Stuff happens, Joe. This is the new Carefree Reavers. There he is. <laughs> How long will it last? Oh, you know what changed? <laughs> Jeff sent me an awesome video. Joe's, what are you What are you looking at in there? It, uh, William was pitching to me yesterday, so I had the catcher's mitt out at the Cirque, and that brought me that well, brought What's me joy. coming up on the ride? Oh, hey. <laughs> He's got the weird throwing motion, though. He throws like his mom. Well, you know, sometimes that adjusts itself. <clears throat> Can he just flush his toilet? Hello? <laughs> John, can you see that? So, Rook, what did you make? Was that corned beef? I can't. There, well. Um, you can take your of... corned beef, by the way. Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, it was so shine. fantastic. That was fantastic. Like I said, if it's so great, yeah. why do people yeah. have it once yeah. a year? But John, I don't know. I usually have it three or four. I thought that was yeah. a great tweet. What did she? What did she see? The corned beef or the steak? My knees. No, I'm sure she saw it. Oh, you want? Is it all grammed? Yeah, she but she's get, on the gram thing. That what I mean? What is steak? that? Uh, yeah, and all you do is get me in trouble. And then it's the potatoes, like Lindy's. Yeah, okay. What man, kind of know. potatoes? Really good hash brownies. I was eating alone Saturday night. Where was everybody? Uh, it was mother son. Um, oh, Emily went to that. <clears throat> Yeah, Mick said she saw mother son. What dance? Dance. Weird. Oh, they got you can get them. Well, so Mick's sitting <laughs> there, and all of a sudden, the first kid, the act kid, finishes his speech, and then the lady gets up and says, "And another uh, kid's going to come up, and this will be a surprise to his mother." And Mick just went, "Oh shit! I know what he's doing." Was it, it was Gamlin? No, it was Gabe. Oh, Gabe. Gabe gave a really. Heartfelt tribute to his mother? Yeah. What a bunch of BS. <laughs> God almighty. That makes me Mick, sick. Mick, that is sick. <laughs> Mick taped it. Wow. That was, oh, uh, you, ask Emily about you, it. Great. You, you, wow. Emily came over to Mick and, oh, no. You have failed as a man. That is just wrong. <laughs> I don't know where he gets that. That is so wrong. He uses no. big words. The kid was nice no. to his mother. Yeah. We, know nice we know where he gets it. We know where he gets it. From his, from his feminine father. I going to do that. <laughs> He'll learn. By senior year, yes, you will. What are the ads? I want to hear about the speed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I'm telling you. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, Joe. Today's the 20th, right? Yep. You're going to have Frat, yeah. the Lamb, yeah. Molar yeah. and Mueller Memorial. Molar and Mueller? I wish the lamb and Mueller would get together. Is there one? And make a same. baby and be like, hey, what's up? <sighs> Let's get together. Uh, that movie remains in my top 10. You love that movie. Ever. Haley Mills? 
Well, it was so. Oh, that's was, right. I forgot about that. It's so captured. How captured is it? 1960 that it was just amazing. Kenneth Allen Olson. What movie is that? Parent Trap, the original. Oh, with uh, what's his name? And and the one girl, you know, the California Haley, shows the Boston Haley a picture of her dad mm-hmm. when they're in their cabinet camp. Yeah, and it's a studio. It's Brian Keith in a studio shot with a cigarette <laughs> smoking. A it was just, it was just so weird. It was wonderful. Kenny, I need seafoam. Is that his name, Brian Keith? Yep. Yeah. Pro turf. Tri-state. Oh, um, can you do me a favor, Ken? I need you to call Rob about Moon, and see what we need to do here. No. If well, I did he not? Did he talk to you at all today? No, I, I don't know anything about what you're. Will you just give him a quick call and just see? Thank you. Word. What's what's on the list today, Such? Mental illness. Call me now. Uh, really, uh, I did not. Ca- well, you'll. It's all. It's the Veterans together. Administration has to drop uh, an Abraham Lincoln quote as a motto because the quote does not include women. Uh, a failed academy professor says a neat and organized kitchen is racist. Of course. <laughs> wow. Uh, we have an anti-capitalist teacher in Highland Park. A Star Tribune editorial on Bud Grant, which I did not catch last week, ultimately gets around to the fact that, yeah, except Bud was white. So, you know, all his accomplishments have to be viewed through that. It's just I also miss that, and unfortunately, it's gone to the uh, recycling. I have it. Oh, you did? Oh, I got good. it. I what dug did, it up. Oh, what day is it? It was the Sunday editorial Monday. last Sunday, a week ago yesterday. I have uh, Dennis, did read the, Dennis did, did a nice job too. Yeah, Dennis Anderson's piece that was, was wonderful. Yeah, this yeah, Sunday was good. really good. Yeah. Uh, USA Today has crowned the woman of the year in each state, and the woman of the year in Minnesota is not even a woman. It's that uh, <laughs> hey now, Lee, Z- Lee Finky, Finky, yeah. <clears throat> so, I'm not being facetious when I say mental illness. Okay, I have cool. a little soliloquy to start the show. Oh, nice. Is it a soliloquy or a sermon? Sermon. <laughs> okay. Let's let the record show. No, it's, well, you determine. I, it might be a soliloquy. We have Kamala Harris audio. She addressed the Howard University <laughs> basketball team after their loss in the uh, How about that? Yes. tournament. She is, uh, she's a disturbed. Piece of work. She's a disturbed human being. Does she sound like she's talking to third graders? Yep. <laughs> Always. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Okay. Um, Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, and then, Ruck, I need a uh, Minnesota Masonic. Hold on a second. Today. Don't okay. start yet. Okay. This, <clears throat> this is pertaining to the show, so I'm dependent. Yeah. Do you have a nice weekend, Joe? Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Was Bud's thing on Saturday open to the public? I don't think so. 
Um, they cremated him, huh? I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're good to go with Moon. Okay. Um, last week's copy is good through this week. So we can do a make good and whatever they owe you, uh, whatever we owe them for this week. So the, okay. I did have dinner with some people. Should you want today? Yes, please. Yes, please. All right. In fact, um, will you do them first? Yeah, when's he doing uh, eco? Is he? He's not today. All right. Yeah. The, and then, spoken about in the third person. Yeah. Johnny, will you also do me a favor? Yeah. Will you have your news sponsored by <clears throat> Moon Motorsports? Moon Motorsports. You don't want to do it adjacent? No. I'll, I'll give him. We'll give him some extra love today. All right. And remember, Patrick will be stomping around in here. Yes, sir. And I don't think we'll be done by 1.30. Yep. I certainly am waiting to begin the show. Are you? Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, I am. Let's go, then. Let's do the show in list format. Okay. Yes, sir. I'm all flat. So good that to would be. be. I think that would be insensitive. It's good to see you, Joe Susser, right? Well, Ruck and Wood guy who talked like that. Jimmy Woods. <laughs> yes, I want a cheeseburger and a Sprite, please. We go down to the club bar on uh, Randolph and Cleveland. And he would uh, he'd go up there and... Is this uh, being captured? He, he would... My brother Paul was the club the bar. I know who owned that. Yeah, it was a 3-2 joint. Wasn't it Joe's buddy of mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Jimmy Woods, he had a... Uh, he had really thick feet, and he would go around. He'd run into Vogels with his dad, and Paul would say, "How's your How's your dad doing?" Well, he's not alive anymore. He's gone now, so that's just what it is. Can I get my slicker bar now? He was a legitimate dude. He would be walking around Highland Park, and uh, is he still around? Um, I haven't seen him forever, so I know his dad is gone. But when he walked, he was I one of those that. tiptoe walkers. Oh, yeah. You know where they're kind That'll of happen. Yep, yeah. kind of up and ready to go. Yep. Yes, sir. Frataloni's. Uh, Jimmy Woods. <laughs> Haven't seen him in a while. Yes. Good guy, says Jimmy Woods. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast. We haven't offended you yet. Just buckle right. up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Number 1039, March 20. Is it the 20th? Yes. Yeah. yeah. First yeah. Day of summer. 2023, 66 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1938. So those that long string of uh, high 70s in 2012 uh, ended. Huh? Nine below on this day in 1965. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. The interest in or fascination with extraterrestrial beings or life has gone from the point of you're an absolute pathetic crackpot, if you even <laughs> acknowledge it, such yep. a thing, yep. to, to the point where I'm now enthusiastically hoping and wishing for their arrival. 
and I'm not being facetious, we need a large extraterrestrial manifestation to hover hover over Earth and, and somebody in there get on a megaphone and say, you people are screwing it up. You're crazy. You're nuts. Everything you're doing is backwards. What the hell's wrong with you people? And that would shake some of these people to their core. Coming Dear soon. people of Earth. What the F is wrong with you? Get your ass together or we'll take care of the problem for you. That's right. Got it? That's right. Coming to the state of Minnesota, the new alien tax. (laughs) I I know I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. We're surrounded by mental illness. That it's that uh, that that is of its own making, which I think is distinct from people truly suffering from mental illness for which they've had no hand in creating. I'm talking about man-made mental illness. Okay. So so much like man-made climate change. Point of privilege BS mm-hmm. is what it is. Mm-hmm. That big ship could hover there and freak people out and, and have people and, and, and the guy on the megaphone and say, you have to recover your senses. You, you people have, you've all jumped the shark. You're all crazy. We have a professor in the failed academy at Loyola. Is Loyola a Jesuit school? I believe so. I'll confirm that. You have a, you have a, a, pro- a professor at Loyola University. I, if it's the Loyola in Chicago, uh, I'm quite familiar with the school. Uh, she's claiming that organized pantries and kitchens are rooted in racist and sexist social structures. Hmm. And that she's just, she's defined a trend that she's calling pantry porn in which people show off their neatly aligned glass spice jars tagged with printed labels and wicker baskets filled with packages of pasta, crackers, and snacks. And she thinks this has become a status symbol for white women. Wow. <laughs> Private Jesuit Research University in it's Chicago. In Chicago. That's all I need to know. This is, this is Loyola. Yeah. This isn't a box top of Wheaties school. This right. is right. Loyola. Legit. <laughs> Uh, they have an associate professor there named Jenna Drenton. She wrote an op-ed for the website called The Conversation, in which she reacted to what she calls pantry porn, a phenomenon where obsessively organized kitchens have become a new status symbol on, on social media. She said, I've noticed an uptick. That gets foghorned. I've noticed an uptick in glamorized, stylized, and fully stocked pantries on TikTok and Instagram, giving rise to a content <laughs> genre I dub pantry porn, Drenton wrote. Is there one more page for you, Drenton? Yeah. The professor also suggested that white minimalist concepts mean less is more. The new minimalism means more is more as long as the more is not messy. Huh? Consumers don't need less. They need more. More containers, more labels, more storage, she said. 
Brenton also claimed that pantry porn sets the aspirational standard for becoming an ideal mom, ideal wife, and, and, and an ideal woman. Uh, it's the premise of making daily domestic work easier. So my Tupperware should be in with my peanut butter and the pots and pans in the freezer and uh, the pickles. Where do I put the pickles? How dark is your mind to come up with that? It's dark. It, it has to be. It's, it's, is it so dark or is it a, conniving? What if, a, what if a black woman also has a neat, organized kitchen? Mm. You just got how, lucky? how dark is your mind to introduce these notions? Well, Which is why I want the extraterrestrial manifestation to, to come down and save us. God could save us, but he's busy. Uh, <laughs> some stuff going on. <laughs> so somebody come down and say, you people are, are nuts. You've, you've lost it. You're all so spoiled. You have nothing to do except come up with this BS. like neat pantries are, are racist. <laughs> This is just the continuation of them trying to kill the American dream and the American way of life. You're right. You're right. But a pantry. Do you, do you think they're? Do you pantry. think this this gal is trying to outdo the gal with, from our own um, U of M, who said, "If you get a good night of sleep, you're racist." That's basically, right. she didn't say it. It wasn't those words, but that's what she inferred. I missed this. And I'm not being a uh, smart aleck when I say I missed it because I don't read generally. Uh, well, hell, I don't read 99% of the Star Tribune's main editorials. Oh, I never. You, no, you, you have to do you, For your own mental health, you have to ignore well, and, the, and the reason I don't is because they're just terribly benign or they're about, uh, they're terribly predictable. and Or propaganda. Yeah, and and... But I so I did not read the one, and I missed this, and was alerted to it by an emailer. I missed this last Sunday, a week ago, yesterday, when they eulogized in a uh, in their play editorial, Bud Grant. Okay. Uh, did anyone read it? Did John read last no, Sunday? Not, no. I read it no. since you mentioned it fifteen minutes uh, ago. You didn't read it Just, last no. Sunday, no. Chris, no. Uh, Matt. I did not. No, either did I. Uh, and of course, Bud had died the previous Saturday. He died what March tenth. And uh, and as Royce pointed out, Bud conveniently enough died early in the morning Saturday, so everybody could write about him <laughs> for Sunday. And he was right. It was and, and it's a, it's a fairly uh, praiseworthy editorial. Bud Grant colon a North Country icon, and they even say if Minnesota had its own Mount Rushmore, the storied Vikings coach would be on it. And the authors are by the editorial board. And I thought, what does the emailer want me to see? Uh, well, we learned that outside of football, people disliked Grant. Some people disliked Grant for his lifelong love and advocacy for hunting. Uh, so we 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 have to throw that in there. Is that, that true? Well, he was a lifelong hunter. No, that I know. And but the Star Tribune is apologizing for that to the people who are offended by his use of a weapon. A firearm. Yeah, he was oh, an unapologetic okay. sportsman. Another way it was manifested was in his support for conservation 
uh, and then they get him for uh, speaking against a settlement over Native American hunting and treaty rights when he went to bat yeah. for the walleye on Mille Lac saying, why can't we all catch them? Remember that yes, stuff from sure. years ago? Yeah. So that was the first uh, wrinkle in this uh, otherwise uh, nice eulogy. But then you get down to this. Uh, uh, let's see. But times change. And another thing about Grant's visage, visage is vision, is that it was white. So wow. we're, we're getting them for being a white guy now. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. These anonymous. But I'm going to mention it anyway. We're going to stick it in here. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It seems egregious to even bring up. Then uh -huh. why, do you, exactly. then why yeah. are you? And you know perfectly well why you are, because you have no spines. It seems egregious to even bring up, except that it's representative of the era in which he lived and of the complicated evolution of racial balance taking place in current times, both in society at large and in professional football specifically. Uh, though current Viking general manager Queasy Adafo Mensa praised Grant on Saturday for being ahead of his time for commitment to diversity, the Vikings did not hire their first black assistant coach until after his tenure. Well, I got news for you, Star Tribune. Not many NFL teams did. But this is the same reason the Euphorians are managing to tear down statues and everything. They want to rewrite history and don't accept the times. They don't accept what the current times were. And then the Star Tribune notes the makeup of the region is changing too. And now we're going to go all the way back to early European settlers. But with their connections to pioneer times, are now joined by diasporas from Africa, Latin America, and Asia. So we're supposed to stuff Grant in a compartment and shove him backwards as part of what was wrong with European settlement. <laughs> you know, a couple of little bit ago, you guys were really fit, you know. Isn't Bud Grant almost untouchable with stuff like this? Not to, not to but these not to fools. this people and no. these fools. But here, I'm, I'm puzzled as to what they want me to understand. They write, this is one of those times when it's neither an exaggeration nor a trifle to declare that an era has ended. Huh? So... The editorial board members are David Banks, Jill Bar Burkham, Scott Gillespie, Denise Johnson, Patricia Lopez, John Rash, and DJ Tice. Star Tribune opinion staff members Maggie Kelly and Alina Newsel also contribute, and Star Tribune publisher and CEO Michael J. Kling Klingensmith serves as an advisor to the board. Uh, okay, they don't. They really don't have that at the end of every editorial, I don't think. Maybe they do. But in other words, this is one of those times when it's neither an exaggeration nor a trifle to declare that an era has ended. So really what they're doing is saying, okay, it was fun that we had Bud Grant, uh, but he was white and that era has ended. Uh, the whites we can acknowledge from here on out, the wow. white men that can earn our praise, had best not hunt had best not dare say that the natural resources of Lake, Lake Malak should be open to everybody, and the whites that we might honor from here on out sure as hell better be overwhelmed by black assistant coaches and executives. Okay. I can't get there. 
it's mental illness as far as I'm concerned. It's just mental illness. And you But you, it's also another example, Joe, of really, really, really working hard to get offended. You really had to work at this to come <laughs> up with the to to come up with the idea that his vision was white. Well, he was a white guy. Coaching football, where what? His roster was at least 50% African-American? With the exception of Alan Page, whose black players loved him. Well, they all did, yeah. But, but believe in Alan Except did for a while. Until he didn't. Until he did. <laughs> Look at what he did. <laughs> Look at what Bud did. If you want to go deep down, he expected all of his players, he had the same expectations, white or black. If you were white or black, you had to stand for the national anthem. You had to wear black shoes. You had to hold your helmet this way. He didn't cut anybody. Oh, you don't, you don't feel like it. Okay, you don't have to. Nope. I. This is what my expectations of all of you guys are. Now let's go. Let's see if I can phrase this correctly. The need to frame your alarm. The alarm being that Bud Grant was right. The need to frame that institutionally, which you've done through the editorial, suggests, now I need help, suggests what? You needed to frame institutionally your awareness that you dreamed up out of whole cloth. It had nothing to do with anything except your own need to frame this. Suggests your own man-made mental illness, but it also suggests that your institution is capricious. Your, your institution is arbitrary as it addresses truth. Ah, getting closer. Your institution will, will make the truth malleable to reflect. Hey, Rook. No. Let's let him bleep that. Let's, let's, let's dial that one back. Yeah. Whichever way the left wing wind is blowing. Is malleable. What the does that mean? <laughs> malleable. No, I was onto it. You, you are painting your institution not as a trustworthy keeper of fact and truth, you are representing your institution as having the ability to be whatever it wants to be, relatively speaking. Well, that's a, just a complicated okay. way of saying you're the left wing's puppet. Yeah. yeah. And isn't, isn't preaching the left wing mantra. Isn't capricious the team that the gopher hockey team's playing on Thursday? No, that's canacious. Oh, canacious. Got it. Capricious. Well, what is the the professor at Loyola, if nothing but someone who is saying Loyola is not a factual truth-based institution? It's full of whimsical people like me who can tell you that I view the institution as being completely malleable to my view of life, which is my current view is that white women who organize their kitchens are racist. Ah. Now, the Star Tribune did not call Bud Grant a racist. They did everything but that. Right. They danced around it. Which, 
is laughable. It's completely laughable. Well, I'm glad I was alerted to that. I had, well, I'm not glad because now I feel. Isn't that, doesn't that though go to show you? Because you got it from one emailer, right? How how little GLers pay attention to the Star Tribune editorial board. And there was also a letter to the editor um, over the weekend regarding that, yeah. pushing back. Does does uh, Jenna from Loyola say anything about a well-organized shop? Am I, am I off the hook there? <laughs> no, I think that would be indicative of some sort of white affectation that you have the time and the privilege to organize your shop. Uh, I thought it was actually mental illness on my part that yeah. I, I can't stand having a, mess, a messy <laughs> shop. It's compounded too, Kenny, by the, the tire burning that adds to it. Right. <laughs> GLers, I want you to go to uh, the Mueller Memorial website. Mueller's are a friend of mine. I know them all my life. And uh, get a hold of Scott's book, What to Know Before You Go, because it's written in a style that will provide you comfort. And the key message is uh, he's going to think about funeral planning for you and you don't have to. It's It can be frightening and intimidating, but he has devoted his life to making it not frightening and intimidating. They really, really have a different way of, of looking at this. And uh, it's not a pleasant task. Got to do it. But you got to admire a group that tries to make it as pleasant as possible. And uh, this is what the Mueller people do. I've, I've, uh, I've parked a couple with Mueller. Okay. Park the old yeah. man. That's how, they, that's how they call it. Park and the mother. Park. Well, you park them. You know, what are you going to do? And I've known these people a long time, and that's, he's not going to be upset that I saved that. They've been doing this for 75 years, more than three generations. They take care of the difficult details, and they'll help you create the perfect event to honor your loved one and bring families together to celebrate a well-lived life. Go to MuellerMemorial.com, MuellerMemorial.com, and check out Scott Miller's book, What to Know Before You Go. The boys had a potty training book also called What to Know Before You Go. What to Know Before You Go. Did they really? I'm not kidding. Mortuary ads are tough. I wasn't going to do that during your ad, but that's the first thing I thought of (laughs) before you go. Got to pull your diaper down, you see, first. Diapers? Oh, that is just an extraordinary editorial. Jesus. Did you give the person's name? I read all their names. The editorial board. Gotcha. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Where did that go? Oh, here it is. I knew somebody was going to eventually bring up the whole Malax thing, and wasn't he? Uh, he was at a somewhere on stage in front of the Capitol or something, making a speech, and Bellacourt tried to interrupt him. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I don't remember that story. There's, it wasn't Bellacourt; it was a guy. Oh, and do you remember what he said? What Grant? This said? man is drunk. Yeah, and the man had been a reformed alcoholic for 20 years. You sure it wasn't Bellacourt? I guarantee you it was not. Yeah. (laughs) I will look it up. Yeah, that one was not a good, that was not a good break side of. uh... That was uh, what I didn't want to bring up for the last week, (laughs) because that's the story I always remember. Hey, Ken. Yeah. Um, In an effort to get caught up with ads. Can I run a 
one of those pre-recorded seafoams just for today? Um, no, but I could put one, a, a live one in a break. Well, that's, I guess the, here's why the I, copy is all changed oh, and, and uh, he doesn't want me okay, doing that. Then let's, let's wait on that. Uh, we'll do it next break. Cause I got to plug in one of mine here. They're all fairly short. That's, that's great. No, that's, that'll work. That'll work even better then. All right. Um, so yeah, okay. Moon is here. Okay. Did you find it, John? I didn't. I'm still looking. Still looking. Okay. Are you ready, Joe? Who's got some? Kenny Olson does. Yep. I sure like to hear some good tunes today. Would you? Yeah. Send me a text if you find it when we're on the air, John. I really want to know. Okay. I'm rolling. Cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Moon Motorsports celebrating 52 years as a family-owned and operated multi-line dealer in Monticello, bringing us the very best in outdoor fun and hilarity. Now that spring is here, we're going to talk about snow and not about the snow melting. We're going to actually talk about next winter and the current Polaris snow check. Now's that special time when you can reserve your 2024 Polaris Dream Sled. The snow check process, super easy. Just call Moon today, get started, choose your model, the color, all the options. And uh, yeah, you know what? Nothing more fun than shopping for a brand new sled. And since we're talking snow, Moon has all of their snow gear and apparel on sale right now. Save up to 30% on that gear that you've been waiting to buy. Good good decision waiting. Now is the time when you benefit. Moon Motorsports is our Polaris, Skidoo, Honda, Yamaha, Can-Am, and all the Euro brand motorcycles. Located in Monticello and on the web, moonmotorsports.com. You know what else was in that in editorial was the intimation of anti-masculinity. Oh, sure. Because what, yeah. what they're really saying is... Uh, this won't happen again, uh, whatever words they used. The, the Bud was truly the last of a kind. Oh, toxic male. Yeah, meaning he was the crew-cutted, uh, all-American boy who loved to take his gun out into the woods and shoot animals. That's not going to happen again because we uh, we we prefer a, a demasculinized society and uh, on and on and on. <laughs> I, I, I just soon end that. For, right? so, for some reason, when you're saying that, I can't help but think about our GLer with the snowblower and the hippie neighbors across the street Yeah, with the electric car yeah, and the electric snowblower and all of that. Yeah. He's the version of a, of a toxic male that everybody hates right. until... Until they need him. Until, right. yes, yes. Another reason to distrust newspapers. Okay. Well, I can give you many examples. Yeah, you're in the business. Uh, I was alerted to the idea that the newspaper USA Today is apparently named a woman of the year oh. uh, for each state in March. I, I don't know if it was for the month of March. No, but I mean, that seems like an odd time of the year to be doing the woman of the well, year. It was just woman's national. Woman's oh, good call. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're something right. like that. You're right. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, John, you'll have to verify this. Mm -hmm. in, in any event, they came up with somebody for Minnesota who isn't even a woman. Oh. <laughs> they came up with Lee Finky. 
the Say. legislator who only now you better find out uh was yeah, Lee Finky the woman of the year in the country or just Minnesota's woman of the year? Yeah, this is just a list. Uh USA Today names 2023 women of the year. And oh. uh it's a list with no there's no one, two, three, four, five, oh, six, you okay. know what I mean. Yeah. You know who we should have named is who's the one that was stealing all the luggage? That should have been the woman of the oh, year. Oh, yeah, that food cake the, for the Biden <laughs> yeah, administration. Yeah, that should well, have that, been the woman of the year. He probably got a nomination. Oh, yeah. It is National Woman's Month, right. by the way. Yeah, March okay. Is. okay, then that makes sense. She's made a significant impact in her community and across the country. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> Do you have the whole well, list yeah, of all yeah, the I people? Don't, I don't. Because oh, I'd well, be interested to yeah. know if this went on in every single state. Exactly. I want to know the percentage, the ratio. Well, you'd have to have your newsman look that up. I'm looking, I'm, yeah. looking I'm right de- now. How many, many women detained? How many were? <laughs> no, they men? they appear to all be women. In fact, Goldie Hawn is one. Strangely enough, uh, Michelle Obama, Sandra Day O'Connor, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Grace Young. A better way to put it is: Did did anyone with common sense get 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 a nomination? Did a GLer win? There you go. Is there a CI girl anywhere in the mix? Probably don't. Probably I, not. I, I don't know. The odds are not in your favor. I had a mole say, you know, there there's no other women in Minnesota who are leaders. I mean, Mary Jo Copeland comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, well, you couldn't come up with anybody except this goofball. Yeah, there's got to be others that are doing well, the work. Mary Jo is no longer with us, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's, she's still alive. Is she? I thought she was doing the Lord's work without the government help. Sorry, Mary Jo. I didn't mean to kill you off. She's made uh, <laughs> She's made our show before. A gal named, uh, what the hell's her name? Mandy Jung. J-U-N-G. Maybe it's Jung. Mandy Jung? Mandy Jung. Jung. And Fox, Fox News uh, reporting uh, gets it wrong. She's not a Minneapolis science teacher. She teaches at Highland Park Middle School in St. Paul. She's come up on this show before. She is very proud and very active in her uh, belief that teaching should be anti-capitalist. And uh, she, she praises the idea of having no respect for authority. And she's in the St. Paul Public Schools. And at Highland, they need that. She po- she dresses. Remember Axel and his dog. Yes, she looks sure. like Axel. You got the striped steel <laughs> bone and the with the coverall. Yeah, so she's setting up these students for with everything they need to fail in life. Then no, not according to her. She goes on TikTok and she espouses anti-capitalist and anarchist philosophies. Anachronism. I'm sorry. Anarchism is skeptical of all justifications for authority and seeks to abolish systems like capitalism. And she's all for that. My students this year have no respect for authority, she said. And I love that in a person because I have no respect for authority whatsoever. But it has been a frustrating year because I am the authority. So I'm like, damn the man. I am the man. Hmm? Huh? I You're got you. a dummy. Jung recommends bringing anti-capitalist messages into the classroom, such as a Marxist political cartoon, 
which stated, capitalism, we rule you, we fool you, we shoot at you, we eat for you. Uh, okay, I guess the kids love this, huh? It's probably good for the kids. Uh, she believes that uh, this prepares the kids to enter the workforce. Wow. And to learn about nature. And she believes, this is why she came up before. Remember, she believes that cell biology is part of capitalist indoctrination. Cell biology? Yeah, she believes that uh, that classic cell biology, biology teacher, uh, is somehow part of capitalist indoctrination. And, and so she uh, she sounds like a creative uh, character. She can... She claims that she can, you know, seventh grade science is the year you learn that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and this is cell biology. So at the end of the unit, I have students take a test, and one of the questions is, a person says the nucleus is the most important organelle in the cell. Do you agree or disagree, and why? And every child says, yes, I agree, but because without a boss, the cell would be in total chaos. And then she said, that cracks me up, and went on to claim that microscopic bacteria are the original anarchists. All right, they're out of control now. How do we control so, them? Wow. What a weirdo. The district released a statement to Fox News Digital, which said, as a general rule, public employees as citizens have the right to personally comment on matters of public importance without restriction or reprisal from their employer. Yeah, this is the same bunch of liars that uh, punish teachers if they speak out about how poorly the school is run. <laughs> That's God almighty. Exactly. You people exactly. are utter failures. So they, they're free to teach curriculum? Spaceship, please come so, down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please. So they're, they're free to teach curriculum that's wrong? I think what the district that's is not saying. That we, we, I think what the district is saying is that she's entitled to whatever she wants to put on TikTok and Instagram and whatever. We have no say over that. And presumably they find her uh, teaching in the classroom must be uh, satisfactory to whatever lousy standards they have, and she must meet those standards. Uh, she sounds like she's a creative. It's a shame she's so stupid, but she's so smart. Right. And this is where Reavers should be chiming in and saying, "Are you surprised that enrollment is dropping?" Yeah. I mean, are we are we sending that check to the U of M? By the way, aren't they getting a hundred mil? Or well, you got to get mil? more money because they don't have any money coming in because they've managed oh. to screw it up. So we don't have to maintain a budget that directly reflects the well, amount of money we take in. How about this? How about this? Let me see if I can find it. Don't we have Ray of Hope anymore? I do right here. Well, where in the hell is it? Early out in uh, Fargo sent me this. This is from the Maddock, North Dakota shop teacher. He's now 75 years old. And these are his 10 rules for class. These are Wald's rules. Okay. Be on time in the room when the bell rings. You think uh you think this junk chick would go for this? No. Be prepared. Something to write with. Complaints were handled yesterday. <laughs> That's a good one. Do your work, classroom and shop. Listen, don't talk over others. Number six, no talking when the teacher is talking. Number seven, keep your area clean, classroom and shop. 
That'd be just white supremacy, though, wouldn't it? Really wouldn't that be racist up. to have really that organized? You know, be the man. Yeah. yeah. Eight, respect others and property. Nine, do the best you can every day. Number 10, do well, have integrity, take advantage of opportunities given to you. Yeah. That's racist. Okay. Old. Okay. okay you Whitey. Old, you old acronist. What was his name? Wald or Whitey? Acronistic guy. Wald. Oh. W A L D. Okay. That sounds like something you would encapsulate and then hang up on the uh, bulletin board there in your office and force all of us to live by those rules. <laughs> well, you live closer to those rules than you do this TikTok fruitcake at Island Park. Uh, anti-capitalism thing. Can we go back to that? I, I motioned that going forward, you do continue to refer to it as TikTok. Yeah, like like you said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. None of us said anything, but we all smiled. But I, love it. I think you should just call it Tic Tac from now on. Uh, Tic Tac is for your mouth. Tic Tac is for your brain. Mindy J- Mindy Jung, and and every photo of her shows a new look. She likes to experiment <laughs> with her with her looks. She's you know she like the ones like Axel Axel and his dog. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. And then she's got the. On, she's got Mindy. that kind of look going, huh? Kind of smoky. I've seen yeah. that last yeah. name. I've seen that last then name. You got this look going. Young, yeah. Joe. Yeah, whatever. Young. Andy Young with Tic Tac. <laughs> and she's got a breakdown. She's got a diagram of us. You know what? She probably knows stuff and, and just decided to freak out at one point. She went nuts. Uh, Samer theory. She got the Samer theory. Samer theory. Yeah. Well, that's great. Now she hates a third. She's do most people stop at red lights? Not in this city. They're pretty much optional. Do they pay for <laughs> when they go to the drugstore to get a prescription? Do they pay for it? I don't know. Now you just steal it from Walgreens, which I don't advocate. I was just making a joke. Everywhere I look, the Department of Veteran Affairs. Come on, spaceship. Come on, man. The Department of Veterans Affairs has officially changed its mission statement, dropping a quote from Abraham Lincoln because it used male male pronouns and was viewed as excluding women. On Thursday, the VA announced that its new motto is to fulfill President Lincoln's promise to care for those who have served in our nation's military and for their families, caregivers, and survivors. Okay. The new statement replaces the original 1959 mission statement, which featured a quote from Lincoln's second inaugural address delivered in 1865. That quote was to care for him who shall have borne the battle and for his widow and his orphan. So maybe this isn't as bad as I think. Maybe they're just updating it to include the fact that women serve. Um. I wonder who was offended. I wonder who saw this and said, we need to change this. Well, in a news release, the VA indicated that Lincoln's words were insufficient because they did not include women veterans as well as veteran families, caregivers, and survivors. The news statement was crafted in consultation with roughly 30,000 veterans who were surveyed, a diverse group that included men and women of every age group, LGBT plus QI minus two EVWXYP <laughs> veterans and white, black, Latino, Asian, and Native American veterans. Okay. I'm not going to bitch. What okay. The hell? It's just Abraham Lincoln. Let, let me, <laughs> I need your help here. We're going to have to change the first paragraph of the Gettysburg address. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers, you got a problem there. 
brought forth on the continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men, men are created equal. So human men. So we've people. got to get rid of fathers. We've got to get rid of men. Kenny, I guarantee you that people are already on that. Absolutely. I guarantee it. Absolutely. So then we could no longer call our founding fathers fathers. No, it ain't be the founding people. Birthers. No. No, the They're mothers. Birthers. The people that supply the birthing. <laughs> what the hell am I talking about? Audio Every, Everywhere you look, this country is insane. Absolutely insane. Oh. <laughs> Where to go from well, here? I said that, you know, the newspapers are particularly ripe for ridicule today. <laughs> the play story in yesterday's Pioneer Press, the main story. Yep. What will future winters look like? Subhead. Predictions of more frequent heavy wet snow make city consider plow and treatment needs. Uh, and we get quotes from experts. Our winter precipitation has been going up, said Kenny Blumenfeld, a senior state climatologist uh, with the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. We're having a year with a lot of precipitation and average to above average for temperatures. Even though this trend is going to continue, we're still going to have some old-fashioned winters. Maybe not as frequently as they used to be. Come on, really? What's an old-fashioned winter? How is an old-fashioned winter <laughs> Wait, that? different than this I winter? Know, with a cherry. Little two cubes. Are these, yeah, you know, sprinkle. I mean, Blumenfeld, <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't contest him. He's a meteorologist. But what are you, Ken? Uh, are you clinging to the golden book your mom must have read to you <laughs> while giant, beautiful snowflakes just fluttered down outside the window and the and the snowman that your dad built had a carrot for a nose? That's, that's what, right. what is wrong with you that's people? That's right. The, the, the snow and the blizzards, the big ones we remember as kids, um, our parents remember as being absolute nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> what is an old-fashioned winter? There is right. no such thing. Winter's winter. You mentioned this before the show, so now I'm curious. Do you think that they did this? To poke the needle at St. Paul, like get your S together and Hell get this. No. Okay. I was trying to throw the Pioneer no. Press a bone. But the most important thing I took from this is, and the whole story is like that. We're getting, it's colder and it's wetter and some days it's warmer. And it's, uh, if you read the comments to the story. Yep. You realize just how universally people are on this scam. There wasn't one commenter who said, oh, yeah, I'm frightened. I hope we get more plows, and this is really bad. No, they're all, all the comments were of uh, of uh, the nature of, come on, people, how long are you going to keep pulling our but leg But then like why does one political class keep using this as a rallying cry? But it's a great question. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you want these people involved with your with your life after you're gone? Absolutely. Now, you want Eckberg Lammers to put together an estate plan, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because if you don't, uh, the courts will become involved. Taxes will become involved. Your wishes won't be controlled. Eckberg Lammers has been uh, creating estate plans for people for more than 70 years. It's a great, well-known law firm. Uh, it, look, you're going to pass on. 
And when you do, you want to leave behind a document that ensures your family is taken care of and your assets are protected according to your wishes. Mm-hmm. I don't care how old you are. Yep. I don't care how much you have. Yep. I don't care how much you intend to disperse among your family. It has to be legal and organized. Maybe you've got family property in dispute. Throw that in the estate plan. They'll take care of it. It's Eckberg Lammers. Snowbirds, you got tax questions? Eckberg Lammers will take care of it. Call Eckberg Lammers for your estate planning needs at 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at EckbergLammers.com. In other words, nobody bought this BS. Right. I hate to rip uh, Frederick Milo. He's the only reporter that has about 10 bylines in each paper. We don't have a staff, but he fell for this BS. And I don't know whose idea it was to do the story, but it's just, it's a non-story. It's Blumenfeld said, brace for winter, heavier snowfalls in years ahead than say 30 or 40 years ago. I thought we were told as recently as a couple of years ago, kids will never see snow again. Yeah. We just need to get back to those old fashioned winters, you know? (laughs) That's that's what we need, Kenny. Uh, I completely forgot about something here. Um, so Johnny, uh, mm-hmm. change Moon Motorsports because I forgot Pro Turf is now sponsoring your news your newscast. I oh, I okay. What is an old that. fashioned winner? I like Reber's idea. Yeah, a couple cubes and a cherry. Yeah, oh. or is it an orange? An orange peel. Orange. Oh, you throw a cherry in there. So the biggest yeah, you can pain in the ass drinks to make when you. Oh, I'm, I make a good one. No, but not when you're bartending. They're a pain in the ass. Do you get the big spoon and splurt it around? I said bourbon and soda water, huh? Here you go. Model man judge <laughs> restaurants by the old quality of the old fashions. That's a, that's that's pretty accurate. He also wouldn't stop at a place if he's walking in. He saw through the window that somebody had a hat on. My last shift, they all they took it was before the pandemic. They told us all we could take one bottle home, and it's what still take? the is it te- tealing? Teeling whiskey? I don't know. I don't know that. It was retail at one seventy something, oh, one hundred seventy bucks. You should have grabbed the uh, had uh, what's the one patties? Well, the, the, there was there wasn't much to choose from, but there was that. So me and my buddy Mike, we each there was two bottles of the Heels. Grab this. This is really good whiskey. I said, all right. Cool. How long did it last? I drank it with some pizza that I burned in the oven. No, I made it with monster energy. God, no. Let's go. Kenny, I can find nothing about that story. If if you hadn't mentioned it, I would have thought it didn't exist. No, I remember it well. Yeah, me too. And uh, it, it is not available anywhere online, strangely enough. So we're going into John's news here. Yeah, so could you do pro turf here, sir? That would be neat. <laughs> I haven't neat. heard a Dylan song that I want to hear. Petite. Well, we we stole one on the Krabby Show, and you can't play it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best one. Um, ice cold. No, that's ours. Screw no, you. No, it isn't. Get it. Yeah, back. it is. 
No, take it back. It's ours. He has no business stealing the. Well, then every time you play it, I'm going to heavily promote the Krabby Coffee Shop. That's fine. Here, I got to move Patrick here. You know, I had a brainstorm. Go fart or storm. Depends on what day of the week. What do you got? I forgot it now. See, it'll come back to me. Let's go. I just need a second, Joe. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> well, don't you call me a you, you. you. What did he die of? Of a Tuesday. Are we ready? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm rolling. <clears throat> It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. You know I'm ice cold. Never want to be afraid of the dice. Oh, I like my chances even when my eyes closed. Odds against me when I throw triple seven's every time. And you can bet on it. This musical interlude brought to you by the Krabby Coffee Shop, <laughs> where we don't bitch and yell at you and tell you everything that's wrong with the world. We have a little fun, a few laughs, and uh, a little seltzer in your pants. Try to every <laughs> week we try to take a dig at management, which is uh, always fun and ill-advised. But we don't like uh, necessarily doing the show, and we figure the only way to get fired from doing the show is to take a swing at management. Again, the Krabby Coffee Shop, new episodes every Wednesday on the Garage Logic the, uh, Network. The other nice thing about the show is we take a shot at, well, somebody else on this show, but they never listen anyway, so they don't yes, really care. Always. Why? Yeah. What do you get at every, every Wednesday? Uh, before we get Thanks. to John Hyde's no, news. it's all of you. <laughs> uh, John Hyde's news coming up here, uh, but I want to talk about probably a month from now, when you're going to be uh, anticipating the very first lawn cutting, the reason you're going to be anticipating that is because you've already hooked up with professionalturf.com. <laughs> and if you haven't, uh, you got to know the best lawn on the block, even the neighborhood, you're going to get that with the pros at Professional Turf. They've been doing it since 82. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis estimate. Do it right now today at professionalturf.com. And ProTurf is going to send out a seasoned veteran to walk your lawn, determine what it needs, and then set up a program for you that's both slow-release fertilizers and weed killers, safe and guaranteed for success. No more crabgrass, no more dandelions, broadleaf weeds, gone! And it's all just click away at ProfessionalTurf.com. John Heights News brought to us by ProfessionalTurf.com. But before we get to John, I have a treat for you. Oh, yes. Is it food? Well, you have the you have the uh, NCA March Madness underway. I'll say yeah. I got my bracket written out. Uh, did Kamala Harris go to Howard University? Look that up, Rook. Okay. Did she go to Howard University? I think so. Howard University was defeated, I believe. Soundly. Uh, it'd be nice if you know who beat them. Is but... it Mo Howard University? Yeah, it's Mo Howard. And uh, they lost to Kansas. They lost to Kansas handily. Uh, for some reason, Kamala Harris uh, chose to address the team in their locker room. And uh, here it is. Oh, no. That is so good. You play 
played hard. You played to the very last second. <laughs> you made all us bison so, so proud. You showed the world who bison are. You know, I was at Howard back in the day where we were just happy that there was a game. <laughs> Much less getting to this place, right? And I see bison literally all over the world. And we've been talking about you, this team. You make us so proud. So I know you may not be feeling great right now, okay? But know who you are. <laughs> you are excellence. Okay. I have an assignment for GLers. I want them to look up the hockey coach from Letter. Yes! yes. And you will get what that speech <laughs> should have sounded like bleeping terrible <laughs> you don't have to do that and then <laughs> get, go to the boost Boudreaux speech to the vancouver canucks yeah, same thing. <laughs> it's not a speech unless the trash can gets thrown or kicked across the room bleeping embarrassing <laughs> what's that word for when she slips into dialect what am i uh thinking she she oh, appropriating like, a culture you're cult getting, she cultural pretend, approach. She pretended there for a minute she was black yeah, it's cultural and, appropriation. Yeah, and she's. Uh, In case you were wondering, uh, Howard was edged ninety six to sixty eight, and so these poor kids, a lot of them are seniors, their careers are done, and they're sitting there with their heads down, and this blabbering this meathead comes rocking comes in. in and talks to them like third you, graders. And, you kids are losers. Yeah. Some of you just played your last game as a loser. You will never yeah. forget that you are losers. It should have been something along this those lines. clip when it first circulated. You know, got a lot of attention. Established this yet? That she went to Howard? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, did. she said she did. Yeah. yeah. So when this clip surfaced over the weekend, you you'll see it too, where she makes sure that she gets in position so the cameras are are right on her before she gives this rousing speech. She is. Why is she so dreadfully unlikable? Kansas did smoke him. Um, she was booed. By the crowd when they put her on the big screen. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, Kamala Harris is booed by March Madness crowd. I just want to know who thought that was a good idea. I don't who know. at Howard said, you know what the uh, boys her, need? Her press agent. That's who. Probably. Yeah. Because I don't see anybody that's not ripping the crap out of this on social media. Here's John Height in his newsroom. I thought you'd enjoy that treat. That was. Uh... I don't understand why she talks to everybody like they're third graders. I, I think that's one of the reasons, Joe. Oh, she said it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this uh, update brought to you, as Kenny told you, by ProfessionalTurf.com. They'll be doing my lawn again this year for the third year in a row, and it looks beautiful. Uh, in the news, negotiations continue today between St. Paul and three unions representing public works employees. If they're unable to come to an agreement, more than 100 city workers could walk off the job as soon as tomorrow at a time when, well, as you probably know, there's a lot of work ahead to fix the roads up after this long winter. The workers, all from the Parks, Water, and Public Works departments, are responsible for plowing snow, filling potholes, and other duties around the city. The workers voted to authorize the strike passed on March 8th, following their contract expiring at the end of 2022. City of Stillwater will give an update on preparations for potential spring flooding today. That meeting will cover the spring flooding forecast, scheduling for constructing a temporary dike, parking lot closures, sandbagging operations, and overall security. It'll all happen tonight, 6.30 at the Stillwater City Hall. 
with flood risk this year above normal in much of Minnesota and Wisconsin. Female also offering tips to help residents avoid expensive repairs and stay safe. You'd probably like to know what those tips are, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I was hoping somebody would answer. I was know what nah, tips are. I'm good. <laughs> Homeowners should know where the gas, water, and electrical shutoff switches are located on their house. Okay, got that. They're advised to stay in tune with the latest weather updates and form an emergency communications plan with other folks that live in the house with you. Okay. A step should be taken to waterproof your basement. Some proactive for that. measures include installing a water alarm and an emergency. Did Kamala pump. Harris write this? Yeah. Who doesn't know all this crap already? More information on flood preps and flood insurance can be found by visiting floodsmart.com. Go back to Kamala for a moment. Uh, you know there are people who would love to tell her you you've got to change your public demeanor. It's just it's silly. You're you're you, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Which suggests to me that no one can get to her. Yeah. Well, hasn't she just peeled through staff left yes. and right because no but, one can stand? So that with that her. means one of two things: either people are afraid to tell her this, or these third rail people are so thoroughly insulated. People quite literally cannot get to her to tell her. I bet this. it's a combination of both, in all yeah. honesty. Because there's it, got to be some people that care for her. I, I don't know who that would or be. Or is it? You'd who, think her own husband would say that to her. Or is it who put a question mark in the teleprompter? Yeah. They're <laughs> setting her up to sound like Suge, an idiot. Husbands know better than to bring well, that true. up. That yeah, no, Come we're, on, not, we're not going down that road. Just you let them. him go. Let him go. <laughs> let her go. She's rolling. Does she have a friend who would say, hey, you're a moron, uh, Kamala. You sound like a complete idiot. Uh, apparently she doesn't. Well, how about even somebody at uh, maybe at the top echelon where the president resides? Yeah. Wouldn't they say, listen, Kamala, here's what you got to do. Right. You, you would think that. Don't you think they'll work really with not. the president? They got their own set of issues. Well, they well, yeah. Pointed in the right direction. No, go, the Easter bunnies are over that one, yeah. president. Yeah, yeah. Huh? <laughs> Remember ah. that scam? That was the best. Oh, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> Woodbury police arrested four suspects Saturday night for a string of carjackings that day around the metro. Of those arrested, three were adults, one was a juvenile. Officers located a stolen vehicle about 5 in the afternoon in the 9100 block of Hudson Road. The four people in the vehicle were suspected of multiple armed carjackings in the metro and an ammo theft in Woodbury. Officers arrested three people at the vehicle, one ran away. According to police, a pistol and assault rifle were located inside the vehicle. After prolonged search and a tip from a citizen, officers did find and arrest the fourth suspect on Jade Trail in Lake Elmo. The four suspects booked into the Washington County Jail. The investigation is still active into all those carjackings. What does that mean in ammo, like an ammunition store? When you said it no, was ammo. Well, they just found I, some bullets. In okay. a car, I think. Uh, oh, okay. When I got out of it anyway. Got it. Although still above pre-pandemic levels, violent crime has decreased this year in Minneapolis, and city leaders are saying community engagement is among the factors, part of the reason. Compared with the first two and a half months of 2022, violent crime down in every major category. According to Minneapolis Crime Dashboard data, through March 19, 2023, the city has had fewer assaults, homicides, thefts, robberies, carjackings, and injuries by gunfire. Uh, safety uh, coordinator, community coordinator, Cedric Alexander, 
Joe, you always uh, say we, we haven't heard from him in a while. My man, Cedric. He's still there. He told Five Eyewitness News, our buddies downstairs, the decrease in violent crime can be attributed to the police department's efforts to work more closely with community groups, violence interrupters, and the downtown council. Reverend Jerry McAfee, who heads up 21 Days of Peace in Minneapolis, told KSTP there's been great collaboration and better communications between community groups and the MPD, which has helped improve trust between community members and police. Operation Endeavor, which was launched by the police department last fall, involved a crackdown on criminal hotspots with the help of the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office and several federal investigative agencies. It's something Alexander says will continue as the warmer weather arrives and crime increases. uh, This was on the news last night, and about three minutes later, it was breaking news of a shooting on First Avenue near the fine line. Timing is everything. Well, that's what I was going to say, because when I read the story, I said, well, this isn't People are taking this as a reason to celebrate. That's not at all well, what we should be doing. Well, they're looking for reasons. Yeah. The little guy's going to send the press out to f- cover this every time he gets a new statistic. No. Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport preparing for a spring break passenger surge by adding more parking, more venues, and staff to meet demand this year. Brian Reichs is the CEO of the Metropolitan Airports Commission. He says MSP expects one of its busiest spring break seasons in several years as increased passenger demand continues to fuel aviation's ongoing recovery from the COVID-19 pandemic. In 2022, five out of the top 20 busiest days at MSP occurred during the spring break travel period. This year, the TSA expects national spring break passenger volumes to rival pre-pandemic levels. MSP projecting overall passenger volumes in 2023 to increase by 10%. Is it already a goat rodeo, Rook? Uh, yes, people are seriously flying. Yeah. It's, everything's, everything is full. Formerly well-connected Republican donor accused of plying vulnerable teenage girls with cash, liquor, and gifts goes on trial starting tomorrow on those federal charges of sex trafficking minors. Anton Tony Lazaro is charged with seven counts involving commercial sex acts with five minors ages 15 and 16 in 2020 when he was 30 years old. His indictment touched off a political firestorm that led to the downfall of Jennifer Carnahan as chair of the Republican Party in Minnesota. His co-defendant, Gisela Medina, who formerly led the college Republicans chapter at the University of St. Thomas, pleaded guilty to two counts last year. She's cooperating with prosecutors and will testify against him. She faces sentencing in August. Lazaro is denying the sex trafficking allegations. He says the government targeted him for political reasons and because of his wealth. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber announced a curfew last night after two fatal shootings over the weekend on Ocean Drive amid an influx of spring breakers and out-of-city visitors. Some of those videos are insane that I saw over the weekend, John. You're mm-hmm. talking about Miami Beach. Yeah, it's yep, nuts yep. what's going on down there. The mayor said, as I've said many times, we don't ask for spring break in our city. We don't want spring break in our city. It's too rowdy, brings too much disorder, and it's simply too difficult to police. He added both shootings were between visitors to Miami Beach and did not involve our residents. Galbert put a curfew into effect that started at 11.59 last night, lasted through 6 this morning. city announced in a press release the city manager will probably impose an additional curfew uh, coming up through next, uh, this upcoming Thursday through next Monday, March 27th. They've been lumberjacked, uh, huh? Yeah. Did you guys see the picture of Peggy Flanagan with a shirt that had a knife on it? Sure did, Joe. On the news? 
I don't. Remember it was uh, it originated on Twitter. What was the knife? What was the point of the knife? It, the, it was the T-shirt read "Trans Kids" or "Trans Lives Matter." I think it was "Kids." Trans kids matter. Yeah, and it had a knife in it. Was the knife for cutting off the Johnson? Uh, hey now, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. But that's our lieutenant governor. I don't care for her, Lou. No. Well, the indictment of Donald no, John. Trump. No, John. Uh-huh. I want to tell you first. I want to tell you something. Oh, I'm sorry. Get your cheap ass to Moeller. <laughs> Buy your yeah, wife. I'm not that cheap. Come on. Yeah, get over there. Get your cheap RF Muller jeweler. In St. Paul, Ford and Cleveland are in Edina at 50th in France. Family owned and operated in the Twin Cities since 1951. It's my only jewelry store. You don't have to be cheap to go there. But I was just giving Heights some brief because I think it, his wife is due for a, I think it was an anniversary ring coming up. Uh, yeah, in, in a month or two. Yeah. Graduation, couple months. You know, engagement. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Anything they got it: sapphires, yeah. rubies, gemstones, diamonds. Oh man, they got some beautiful stuff. And if you want to design your own engagement ring, they have artisans on hand with computer nice. programs. Okay, they're up to date. They're up to date. They know what they're doing. Right. And uh, wonderful staff. I use the staff. You don't need a, You don't need one of the owners, although they're helpful, too. They're helpful, too. But it's RF Mall Jeweler, the only jewelry store I've ever used. It's the only one I ever will. In fact, I just got some secret, double secret orders of something I have to, uh, to get uh, coming up. So uh, they've been celebrating loss in 1951. RFMolder.com, John. No, hold on. Again, I uh, wanted a break. Yeah. So we and can do two new segments. Me, I just forgot no. to mention something. Uh, that's why. I... But are we doing two new segments? Yes. Well, then why didn't we just go back to John? Because I've got two more ads I got to fit in here. We have too many ads then. Joe, today would not be the day to bring that up. Okay. <laughs> are you going to be upset? No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I, remember what I said earlier? Yeah. Okay. Remember. Can I now excuse me while I do an ad? Excuse me while I whip this out. You know, Joe and I were just talking about how great it is to have a new partner here in Garage Logic. And I'm talking about Anderson Brothers Outdoors. It's a really cool story. The owners are two brothers, Christoph and Justin, and they started the business back when they were in junior high school, just mowing lawns around the neighborhood, and they kept at it, and they worked really hard, and now they have grown into a premier outdoor living business. Anderson Brothers Outdoors is a full design and build outdoor construction company. So whether you're interested in a custom natural wood or composite deck, a paver patio, hardscaping pools, outdoor kitchens, or you've got something else in mind, they're going to look forward to creating the outdoor space that you desire and they'll consult with you and design your dream outdoor living space you get to take a look at a personalized 3d rendering of the design prior to the project art and you gotta look at some of their amazing work that they've done go to their website anderson bros b-r-o-s anderson bros outdoors.com and check out everything that they have to offer please when you make your reservation with christoph and justin let them know that you heard what i'm here on the garage logic podcast Kenny, I have an idea. Oh. Let's hold off on Seafoam until we're done recording the show for today. 
So you can insert it? Correct. Gotcha. Um, so right now I will take it. Did you do Tri-State already? No, I have not. Can I get Tri-State from here? And then back into John. Correct. You ready, Joe? Yeah. Oh, we do back. We're going, we're going back. He's going to do an ad, and then we're going back to huh? Johnny Heights News. Huh? Okay, let's go. I'm rolling. I think I'm rolling. Why isn't this playing? Oh, that's just fantastic. Give me one second, please. Cold, please. You know I'm ice. He's a man cold. Da 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 Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Chance of rain and rain changing to snow numerous times this week. It's the heart attack style snow. And as GLers, we like to be on top of our space management game no matter what time of year it is. And right now, it's go time. Hey, hey. Time to finally buy. That's double guns. Yeah. Go time. (laughs) Yeah. Let's uh, get that snow, a Toro snowblower in your garage during the spring sale on both the Toro Power Clear single stage blowers and the Power Max two stage blowers at Tri State, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville. These are the best deals of the year. And whichever one you opt for, I promise you, you're going to look forward to the next snowfall with these Toro snowblowers. Same deal with the zero turn mowers from Toro. These things not only cut mowing time, but they make mowing fun. And Tri-State has the best pricing on select previous model years. The Time Cutter and Titan Zero Turn mowers ranging from 42 to 60 inches. Discounts from 10 to 20%. Um, Be sure to tell them you're a GL or when you go in uh, to any one of the Tri-State locations. Burnsville, Little Canada, and Hudson. And you can see everything they sell at TriStateBobcat.com. Here's back to Johnny. John, your mic's off. John, you got to turn your mic on. I was, I was muted. Yeah, Some people would probably like that. Yeah. Well, the indictment of Donald Trump in New York. Can you appear, mute your mic again? It appears imminent. Attorneys for Trump this morning filed a sweeping 483-page legal motion asking a Georgia court to block any report from the Fulton County Special Grand Jury and any evidence the grand jury may find. That news comes just hours after reports that District Attorney Fran Willis in Georgia could be considering RICO or conspiracy and racketeering charges against Trump. Watchers of the proceedings say Trump's infamous haul to Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger included a whole series of false claims, threats, and efforts to drag Raffensperger into a conspiracy. Trump's filing says the grand jury was conducted under an unconstitutional statute through an illegal and unconstitutional process. This will never result in anything. This will only make him more popular. He predicts his own arrest and is... Uh, He's calling for it. Telling his supporters We've reached to banana republic territory. Ukraine awaits President Xi Jinping's visit to the Kremlin this week with apprehension, fearing that China may ultimately decide to supply its strategic ally, Russia, with arms influencing the outcome of the war. Beijing seeks to depict itself as a neutral party to the conflict, neither condemning nor explicitly supporting the Russian offensive. Uh, Meanwhile, speaking of Russia, remember the train derailment in Ohio last month? 
Oh, what an interesting story this yeah, is. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks were worried about the aftermath. And part of the reason, anonymous pro-Russian accounts started spreading misleading claims and anti-American propaganda about it on Twitter, using Elon Musk's new verification system to expand their reach while creating the illusion of credibility. The accounts, which parroted Kremlin talking points with on myriad topics, claimed without evidence that authorities in Ohio were lying about the true impact of the chemical spill. The accounts spread fear-mongering posts that preyed on legitimate concerns about pollution and health effects and compared the response to the derailment with America's support for Ukraine following its invasion of Russia. Some of the, uh, by Russia, excuse me, some of the claims pushed by the pro-Russian accounts were verifiably false, like suggestions that the news media had covered up the disaster or that environmental scientists traveling to the site had been killed in a plane crash. But most were more speculative, seemingly designed to stoke fear and distrust. Examples include unverified maps showing widespread pollution, posts predicting an increase in fatal cancers, and others about unconfirmed mass animal die-offs. The accounts were identified by Reset, a London-based nonprofit that studies social media's impact on democracy. Felix Carte, a senior advisor at Reset, said the report's findings indicate Twitter is allowing Russia to use its platform like a bullhorn. Twitter did not respond to messages seeking comment on the story. It's just proving suits right. Is, oh, it, that's what, yeah. what that story was. That's all I could think about when I read it. Yeah, old Joe might have a good idea there. Yep. Yeah. On Saturday, Michigan. Million dollars. Do you have any idea what Kenny's talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it. I what the what? Well, what uh, are you doing? Joe, you know, Joe, you know how you always say it? you shouldn't get any off. news from Twitter and you shouldn't, <laughs> yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I ripped well, it off. Kenny, when you were saying that I'm looking at Joe's face, I'm like he has no idea. What I, the hell I ripped it off. <laughs> and you bitch at me because I'm watching a movie and yeah. an old Johnny Carson rerun. <laughs> and I I, I oh. The story, the story confir- confirms a point you make once a week at least. At, at least, least is. Just, just... <laughs> trimmer, trimmer, tri- Twitter. Twitter's not good. Well, okay, well let's boil it down to that. Twitter's not good, yes. Today is the mayor, Joe Watch Suchere. the bobber there, Gramps. I'm never, ever going Joe. to feel bad when you scold me at this point, Mr. Ever. No. Ever. No. <laughs> Fellas, off. I think we have to have a five o'clock meeting with the host. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he'll stay engaged. Oh, on, on Saturday. What did that be? On Saturday, Michigan State Police Force shut down all lanes of traffic on I-96 near Iowa County. Uh, Really weird video. This whiteout condition caused a pileup of dozens of cars. Initial crash happened at 4.40 in the afternoon, but I-96 wasn't reopened until 10 p.m. as police struggled for hours to clear between 50 to 100 cars from the road. Thankfully, injuries were reported, but none serious and no reported casualties. Whiteout conditions come on pretty suddenly, drastically reducing visibility, according to drivers involved in the pileup. Making matters worse, a lot of drivers reportedly had their lights off, making it nearly impossible to see cars ahead. Uh, they didn't say how many people were injured in the pileup, but there were enough crashes that buses were taking people to a temporary warming and a reunification center at a nearby church. Some folks stuck in their cars for hours, by the way, and uh, took first responders a while to get there because of the mess. 
Uh, while that was happening, uh, Kenny, what do you think of this? People were getting out of their cars and wandering away. I was just, yeah. I was just waiting for you to pause so I could preach. Yep. Stay in your car, please. Stay buckled in and in your car. Yeah. My, I told you this before. My kid uh, and her guy drove here one Christmas from the Carolinas. Yep. Got stuck in a 24-hour delay in their car in a blizzard. Oof. And the next day when they could move again... There was row after row after row all the way down the freeway of snowmen that had been built. Oh, everyone was by stranded the, by the family <laughs> to let their kids out and build snow. Oh wow! Yeah. Very very different. What are you doing? Festive, but what are you doing? And then and then doing? all of those kids got wet and the car ran out of gas and right. they ended up freezing to death. Probably. The end. Yeah. Boy, had a Merry bad Christmas. ending. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, kids. Surprise! Surprise ending. They never Fun got grams. <laughs> And they were forced to eat Rudolph. Right. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch is getting married again. Murdoch and girlfriend Ann Leslie Smith are engaged just seven months after the News Corp chair reached a divorce settlement with his now ex-wife, Jerry Hall. This will be the 92-year-old's fifth marriage. What science Jeez. is this guy using? Yeah. I know guys that have been married to one person, and they say, that they would never get married again yeah. if something were to happen. What the hell is wrong with this guy? He must not ever want to be alone. He doesn't exactly. want to be alone. Yeah. We lost a uh, fine actor over the weekend. I don't know if you guys saw this. Lance Reddick dying unexpectedly oh, yeah. of natural causes at the age of 60. In a very busy career working both in films and television roles, distinctive voice and cadence, also voiced characters in video games and cartoons, best known probably as Lieutenant Cedric Daniels in the HBO series The Wire. He played a Baltimore cop in that who tried to stay on the good side of things and get his officers to do good police work. Past couple of years, he was police chief Irvin Irving on Bosch. And moviegoers may know him from his role in the various John Wick movies, including uh, John Wick 4, which is uh, coming out, I believe, later this month or else in April. Uh, well, there's was, no such thing as natural causes when you're 60. I was they had to have a heart attack, right? That's right. Yeah. But I mean, come on, give him, give him 90 for a natural cause. Right. And, and if you've seen him, he was in great physical condition. Well, you know, you know what, John? No, not the hour. Okay. You really don't know, do you? No. You don't know. You never know when you're going to tip out of the canoe, mm. go face first into the mashed potatoes, and end up looking at the wrong side of the grass. That's right. There you go. Wow. The New Mexico Department of Game and Fish is hiring professional bear huggers. Well, I could do that. The department bear, is bear. like a big bear, bear. hugger. No, I mean like a big bear yeah, hugger. Yeah, they want to hug them. The department is looking for conservation officers who are willing to work hands-on with wildlife in New Mexico. New Mexico Department of Game and Fish's candidates must have the ability to hike in strenuous conditions, have the courage to crawl into nope. a bear den, nope. and have the trust in your coworkers to keep you safe no. during the process. The deadline to apply for the position is Thursday, March 30th, and applications can be submitted in the department's website, wildlife.state.mn.us. Educational requirements include a Bachelor of Science degree Educational or... requirements? Well, yeah, you oh, gotta yeah. have a BS. A college education, yeah. Or Did you read any novels by C.J. Box? No. You heard that name? I'm reading one now. Uh, he's got a character named Joe Pickett, who's a game warden in Colorado, my, where I live. In, in I thought Colorado. you were Wyoming. I thought you lived in Wyoming. Whoops. 
Oh, that's right. He went one state too far. <laughs> no, he's day. in Wyoming. He drifted off. Yeah. Joe forgot Wyoming, where he lived. Where, where I now live in Wyoming. <laughs> and I think if I had it to do over again, I'd want to be a game warden. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? Too old now, but I'd like to be a game warden. <laughs> John, the, the one Joe. qualification they left out is you also have to be able to uh, uh, be ready to burst into Shorty Johansson's fish house as he's hunched over the third hole. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. It's an elegant sight. Wow. Yeah. Warden. Hello. Shorty. Shorty in there. What's the uh, bear hugger position page, John? Did you give that? I did not have a uh, a uh, salary on that, Chris. Hmm. I'm sorry. What yeah. are we going to do? Uh, hug them? No. It's well, you're going to get the Cubs. Show. Get the Cubs. Oh, you get the Cubs, yeah, sure. Out of, out yeah. of the sure. Cave. That'd probably be one one thousandth of the job, I would guess. So. I would say every... So. Every mom wants a law enforcement officer to come into the maternity ward there right. or the, the kid's room and then take the, you yeah, know, sure. the little kid out of there. Yeah, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mom might be a mom bit owly. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, as we know, as we grow older, the hair in our nose, on our ears, everywhere what gets a little deal? thicker. Yep. And fast. Yeah, really I'm, fast. Uh, I'm hearing about that quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, there are some warnings out there now because apparently one of the new things that's very popular out there is nose waxing. I don't do that. No. Wait, don't what? what? I'm not doing you, that. You twirl them up? Don't you need no. those hairs to prevent getting colds and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, well, you do. The plan? You yeah. Twirl them up like a mustache? Don't, don't get ahead of the story, Joe. Uh, yeah. Well, no, Kenny. Waxing. You know, waxing. Oh, oh yeah. I, see, I see what you're doing here. You're reeling me in, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> like he's Raleigh fingers. Yeah, yeah Raleigh exactly. fingers thing coming exactly. out of your nose. That's, that's, that's the first thing I thought. <laughs> the waxing can cause some problems. Uh, it can cause skin tenderness and redness that can leave the nose very sore uh, on the inside. And uh, it can also, as Joe said, increase one's risk of ingrown hairs, weakened immunity, and skin damage. Because should germs make their way into the body through damaged skin, it can also increase the risk of infection. One uh -huh. such infection, nasal vestibulitis, can wow. occur when staph, oh God, staphylococcus bacteria enter the body. <laughs> hey, teacher, leave them hairs alone. <laughs> How come women don't have nose hair? What they do? They, they just do? pluck it. <laughs> oh, I've never seen any nose hair hey, on a woman. Teacher. Leave them hairs alone. That's what I was singing. <laughs> nose hair. Nose, nose Pink Floyd song. <laughs> nose hairs also help filter impurities before they can enter the body. See, that's uh, my thought, John. And I, yeah, I resent uh -huh. being told to get yeah, rid but of those hairs. We don't want them dangling over your lip and getting caught in your coffee. Oh, yeah, I get scissors out once in a while. I'll get rid of those. Don't what you about have a nose this? trimmer? Look at yeah, look do. at the monitor, suits. Yeah, I am. Do this. Run your finger up and down the bridge of your nose. Yeah. You feel any fur on there? No. Oh. Fur. <laughs> Mine grow so fast. I have to shave it once a week. You have to shave your nose. There's the problem. This part. Sometimes, sometimes I can see them that get so long. I don't have. Yeah, that. I have that problem also. But you got to use the tweezers, Kenny. Is that when you kind of go cross-eyed when you're looking at your nose? Yeah. And you yes. look like you're, yeah. It's like what the hell is that? You start scratching your. It's yeah. not on your glasses. It's coming out of your nose. And as I get older, they used to be black, and I could see them in other white. So. You know, Where's the party? So embarrassing. I hate getting really old. Moral, uh, deal. moral of this story, trim your nose hair.
but I guess, but not so much as that, that you would, uh, you don't want to get a cold because of your uh, absence of nose hair. That's yeah, they're, just, they're, they're part of the nature's plan. Just trim the one sticking out. That's all. That's all you need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't need to go completely Thank shaved. Thank you, John. You don't need to You're go welcome. completely shaved. No, Bald. you don't. No. No, no. But I'll tell yeah. you what, since I have a great segue here from yeah, nose hairs to charity, <laughs> huh? You really, there's, I'm just going to plow through this with if the If anybody can do it, you can. Okay. Well, I will tell you, I do have a message today about Minnesota Masonic Charities. From time to time, uh, they would highlight organizations and, and that they support. So I'd like to highlight Crescent Crow. It's a wonderful organization that offers care and support to children and young adults with shortened life expectancy. I can't imagine that anybody has to go through that. And if you do, you're worried about costs, about spending time with that child. I'll tell you what, uh, they really help out. Crescent Crow does a great job. Uh, around the United States, there are over 4,700 hospice homes for adults. But the Crescent Cove Respite and Hospice Home for Kids in Minnesota is the first one designed just for children and their unique needs. And just a third of its kind in the United States, a vibrant and joyful home away from home. Their goal is to help families feel embraced, assured, and celebrate. So check out their website, MN. MasonicCharities.org or go to Crescent Grove and find out how the Minnesota Masonic Charities help them out with an annual grant. So do yourself a favor, go to the website CrescentCove.org or MNMasonicCharities.org as well. Thank you. You know what that was? Yeah. Payback for making fun of yeah, Jason. What's his name? Um, Woods. Jimmy. Jimmy Woods. Jimmy Woods. Jimmy Woods. Yes, How's your dad doing? He's not alive anymore. <laughs> I remember saying that. He's <laughs> not alive anymore. Jimmy, walking in the Vogels. You guys had to burn your house down. I don't think he's capable. Oh, you never know. You never know. I just have to get really mad. <laughs> pissed. I'd be pissed. Holly can't say yes. She says yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Hey, we're putting up fences at the uh, I saw that. I was gonna say in New York it, City. I was gonna say it during your uh, I hate this country. I think they're giving away uh <laughs> the future. You can't take it. We got a senile old fart with this third grader as a vice president. You got this. Trump was a gangster. Oh, Pick your poison, Joe. Now, Joe, when we have a president, <laughs> I'm going to say everything like I'm talking to a third grader. Yes. Oh, she did that. Yeah. You're, you bison are known around the whole No, no. Darn it. I forgot to say We bison. You made us bison proud. Joe told me to. Where is Howard? Howard is in. Is it a black New York? university? Yeah, Howard is. Howard's a black university. Washington, D.C. Oh, Washington? Howard is a private, federally chartered, historically black research Man. university. Oh, yeah, I walked right by it in D.C. when I was there. I was rooting for the, the JWPs last night. The 16 seed. Did you see any of the Houston-Auburn games? Yes. I thought at any moment there would have been gunplay. Oh, it was. Can you save this shit teams. for sports talk? Okay. How much do they make? 
<laughs> Kenny loves it when we talk about salaries. Dang it. Uh, oh. Speaking of that. See, you know, I suppose I could save this for sports talk. Save it for sports. But uh, you you would you would be never forgiven for it. There was no there was very little competitiveness in the girls basketball tournament. What is wrong with my camera? How long is like that been over there? Like 60 to 20. The 80 high school? to 40. Yeah, there was no close games. Except you got to 4A, you it was wa- close. You watched some of it? I looked at the scores. Oh, I see. Not that there's anything wrong with watching it. I just What did that show? Anything bad? Excuse me. Just your undies. Just there was like a, Brittany a gal for St. Michael, Albert Villar, who had the coolest hair. Isn't Greenway's kid a big basketball star? I don't know. Who's Greenway? Chad, Chad Greenway. I don't know. The former Vikings player. This chick had her fro done in two giant Mickey Mouse balls. This chick. Like, yeah. Right out here. Yeah. That was, it was. Look like Princess Leia. Funny looking. Yeah, it was good. She a black girl? I'll see. So that's a racist thing. You can't, from what I've been told, you can't compliment black women on their hair. You better and, not touch them, that's for sure. Do not and, touch them. Well, hair. that's that's understandable. You don't touch any woman's hair, but they have the best hair. Can Biden get away with it? He sniffs hair. The best hair, and I'm not allowed to say awesome hair. People Yeah, I would have seen that chick and I went, Man, that is cool hair. People have same to with throws. I love afros. Yeah. I can't so I can't compliment a dude on his fro anymore. No, sure that's not can. fair. What do you say, Pe- Chris? People have to be told not to touch other people's hair. Ooh, uh, boy. I guess. Mm. Seriously? I'm terribly guilty of that with but with, with the little kids. Yeah, One they're time yours. Uh, yeah. That's completely different. One yeah. time uh, I tried to compliment <laughs> I Amy. I don't wander around and do that, Touch you know, at Walgreens. I don't find right. some hey, five-year-old to start fondling her hair. They call I, uh, me the bear. Yeah, I tried I'm to compliment king, honey. I tried to compliment Amy Daniels on her uh, hair and she slapped me. Um it was probably the way I worded it. I said, Hey, is that a new wig? I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't see where that might have reached yeah. out. Yeah, that might have wound up and yeah. That's not Boom. nice, Kenny. Boom, right in the face. Are you ready? Uh, <laughs> are we take... done with ads? Nope. What do we got? Uh, Chris Reavers has one. When? Right now. Well, let's go. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm also ready. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Reavers here once again for the best in the business, and that is Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental options for Connecticut water treatment systems. And you might be asking yourself, oh, what if I'm not in the market right now? Well, you should be because your water stinks at your house. You need to upgrade like I did years ago. Look at this, Joe, right here. Fresh from my own house. I won't drink the swill see right here. Through it. it looks very clear. clear. See? Maybe I yep. the see right through it. Anyway, uh, give them a call today, 952-894-4040. That's their website. And I got to tell you, if you're thinking about making the change, I do it right now because spring is always their busiest time of the year. So 952-894-4040, or better yet, go to their website, HoffermanWater.com. You go on their website, you can see everything that they have, whether you're looking for a drinking water system, an odor filtration system, or just a brand new water center that got you taken care of at Hoffman Water. And they have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Make your appointment and please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. You'll recall that uh, a law 
a judge appeared before law students at Stanford and there were their their diversity director was so excited to have something to do. She rushed in there and said, you're hurting the kids because yeah. he was appointed by Trump or whatever. And and they created this false grieve grieving uh, those the name. Uh, those kids are now demanding that newspapers hide their names and obscure oh, their faces. Oh, I saw that, yes. Well, because they're afraid now that uh, the real life might catch up to them. They wouldn't get a job. Uh, That's Jordy, not how it works. <laughs> as Jordy notes, their names and pictures should be plastered over every legal journal in America for the next 10 years, and then they can use their worthless degree to get a job at Starbucks. They uh, they should have their names and faces reported. They're They're not qualified to become attorneys mm. and but they're they're in that failed academy damn it but what what are we missing here accountability yeah only because they come to us all the way from marlith park in umpumalanga south africa from the traveling linemans at worldwideWaftage.com. and this day in 1858 i'm ashamed you didn't mention spring once today today's the first day of spring oh, that's right didn't we become a state in 1858? Yep, and Candy, Ohio County was established. Huh. At first Poetic. comprising only the southern half of its present area. In 1870, the county absorbed its northern neighbor, Mongali County. What are your C counties? C? <laughs> Cook. How do you spell Candy, Ohio? I only spell it to irritate the living no, Joe, if you could watch the monitor, he even gave us one of these. Watch. Oh, yeah. Well, he got me, didn't he? <laughs> Spelled C A N D Y. Ohio has a Dakota name for lakes in the county, meaning where the buffalo fish comes, where the world's largest candy store is. On this day in 1920, March 20th. W.E.B. Du Bois gave a lecture in St. Paul by the local chapter of the NAACP. Okay. And, uh, of course, known for some malapropism, sometimes the uh, CP, uh, who always fills out a bracket for the uh, basketball oh, no. tournament, calls it the uh, calls it the NAACP tournament. It's... <laughs> The NCAA. Uh, she, okay, she yeah. misspoke. Right. On this day in 1992. Well, she is a lefty. Yep. On this day in 1992. During World War II, the surviving crew members of the U.S. Army Air Corps bombing raid on Tokyo, led by Lieutenant Colonel Jimmy Doolittle, gathered in Red Wing. They were joined by Chinese villagers who had rescued some of the airmen after they crashed or parachuted into the nearby sea or China after the attack, organized by a Red Wing area resident who had led an expedition to China in 1990 to try to recover remains of the raid bombers. Their reunion also honored Doolittle, who was unable to attend. Yeah, Boy, that's, that, if I was in charge of this day in history, that wouldn't have made it. Oh, come Not on. Earlier. I think they had to take off, correct me if I'm wrong, off an aircraft carrier 
And the reason they crashed is because they didn't have enough fuel to get back, and they knew ahead of time that yeah. they were going to crash. It had well, to be pinpointed. It's yeah. a fascinating story. I'm sure it is, Kenny. That's not why it wouldn't have made the list because oh, of me. Why? why? Because nobody was able to go to it. Oh. <laughs> well, well Jimmy, uh, Jimmy died the year after, and he was already in his 90s, so <laughs> Jimmy couldn't make it. Well, well, on, plus, let's... they were joined by Chinese villagers in Rochester. Huh? Does sure. Rochester what? have? I don't know. Red well, they wing, probably I mean, red travel. Wing. Don't Did you they think bring they over travel? some Chinese villagers? Well, yeah. Let's, don't you think? Let's be honest here, Joe. If they were going to have a party to celebrate us somewhere, yeah, we'd probably we'd probably wouldn't show up, would right. we? <laughs> right. Not we barely go to our own live events. <laughs> <laughs> Have to pay us before we go. <laughs> oh, there's some exciting news of one coming up this summer, but I'm not prepared to, uh, <gasps> oh, to announce that yet. Really? Uh, yeah. Because yeah. you know what? From now on, we ain't appearing anywhere except in theaters or theater-like venues. Theater. 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 That's if we go to Fulda. Theater. But be the theaters. Theater. theater. Yeah. Thank you, GLers, uh, and welcome. Yeah. To spring, it's the first day of spring, summer. Five o'clock, right? Five forty-five or something like that. Five uh, four, four, right around now. Yes, okay. John. Let me mention quickly. Uh, I looked up a story on it. They flew five of the rescuers in from China, okay. villagers who helped uh, find the U.S. Airmen. That cleared it up for me. Thank you yes. very much. Sure. Well, thank you for clearing that up. Let me clear some stuff up for you via podcast. Go to Pod MN on your smartphone to find a library of podcasts that will suit you and entertain you and educate you. That's Pod MN on your smartphone. Flip over to garagelogic.com to learn more about the Garage Logic Town Council for 10 bucks a month or $120, $100 a year. We're saving 20 bucks there. You can sign up for all sorts of pleasantries when you're a member of the Garage Logic Town Council. Then click over to the uh, online store to find out what wonderful garb from Garage Logic we have and subscribing to YouTube on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. Super easy. Man, that's a mouthful. Mouthful of chow. I know uh, some young guys who do a podcast called Couch Sports. And they've stopped doing it because they have no, they're not motivated. But the ones they did were the best kind of hilarious because they didn't know it was hilarious. <laughs> they they would grade things, but they're talking like kids do, and they're dumb. They were dummies, so they'd say, oh, man, what if you were in L.A. and you had a 100 grand? Think of the life you could have in Los Angeles for a 100 grand. They don't know that it would last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But they go on and on like that, and it was some of the most hilarious stuff you ever heard. I'd like to see them come in under the umbrella of GL. It would be popular, I think. What is it called? Couch Sports, but they'd have to rename it, you know. But okay. anyway, they don't do it anymore, so never mind. Okay. But it was funny. Uh, Ken, before we get too far off here, can I have you lay down? Lay down some tracks. Bring C-Fall. it on down. For me, please. Pat out there? Yes, sir. No. Here, I'm going like, to run. I got to go. See you, John. Bye. Bye. Kenny, I'm rolling, so uh, whenever you're ready, go ahead. Using Seafoam motor treatment in your fuel tank gives you one less thing to worry about this summer. A lot of people might not realize that most preventable engine problems actually start in the fuel system. Seafoam cleans harmful gum and varnish from the entire fuel system. 
and helping your uh, engine run better, start faster, and last longer. Seafoam works that same magic on all your cylinders, whether it's gas or diesel, a one-lunger or 12. Seafoam is the ticket. As GLers, we support fossil fuels, freedom, and the love of cylinders. Know that you're doing your part to make sure your engine is running clean and great. You can find it anywhere, uh, and the true believers actually keep an extra car uh, can in the car. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. Thank you. Oof. I screwed that one up. Oh, it's all right. She's a keeper. Roll it, baby. Did you note the editorial in your paper a week ago yesterday, the lead editorial about Bud Grant? We uh, we had to point out that he he had to view everything as a white man. Yeah. Who was, uh, I wonder who wrote that one. They listed every name on the editorial board. So was, did we, we honored him, but we had to point out. We had to point out he was a white guy. Yeah. Like a that, that. They didn't even link it to that, although that got mentioned in the editorial. Pat, we're still on the town council. Just, oh, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> I always got. I gotta warn you. I'm not the kind of guy to no drop it. Star Tribune editorial. Reveals the surprising news. Are you typing yet? I'm pulling it up. I had to save Kenny's spot. All right, I'll see you fellas. I gotta go back to the airport. See you, Rick. Get them boys rolling. Yeah, I know. We gotta get those boys rolling. You'll how's see my Legion, crew. How's it first class on Allegiant? Non-existent? I don't know. You know, I haven't been on an Allegiant aircraft, so I don't know if they have. I thought that's where you were working. Uh, I haven't been on one yet, but I've been over at T1, and they fly at a T2. How, how's Budget Air doing for the mayor? Take a chance here. Don't <laughs> fly on anything named Budget Air. <laughs> the Star Tribune. The Star Tribune. Yes, sir. Uh, revealed the surprising news. Oops, damn it. Yep. That the late Bud Grant yep. was white. <laughs> uh, a Loyola professor. Or, yep. What did I say on Bud? The surprising news or astonishing? A surprising. Okay. A Loyola professor yep. reveals the surprising news. Oh, you want to keep with, okay. Yeah, Sur- kind of a theme there. Got it. <laughs> surprising news. That a kitchen, that a neat, neat? that a that an organized, organized yeah, kitchen the- pantry yep. is racist. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. then I'm not a racist. Yeah. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> All right. Minnesota's the woman of the Ritz year. Minnesota's, oops, I forgot the Minnesota's woman of the year. Is not a woman. Is not a woman. And uh, Johnny Height. No, more oh. from Kamala, the gift that keeps on giving. Did you hear her address the Howard University team? Yeah. Basketball team. Yeah. Did she know what sport they were playing? Barely. 
You're now known around the whole world, you bison. For getting smoked by 30 to uh, Kansas. <laughs> uh, Johnny Hyde. Johnny Hyde. I got to take a leak. Okay. Why do they send people to do that stuff? That That's I exactly what I said. Who thought that was a I good idea? idea? I have That's unkind thoughts about the girls' high school basketball tournament. What happened? Much of it was not competitive. Oh, yeah. Hey, where's Lavelle staying now that you don't have the estate? They no, they rented a, they rented a place. Down See you, Ken. Two bedrooms. The Star Tribune. Oh, they rented the. I suppose because we're so going down. Open bedroom. We're going down this weekend. Oh, really? Um, because she's she actually found a nice a, a nice house with a pool, and it wasn't bad. It was only it was less than two hundred bucks a night. Why? Uh, why was it available? Well, she got it back in. I think she booked it. They have most of those after Thanksgiving for a month. Yeah, she got it for well. She had to get it for a week, even though the last day we're not staying in it. But it's it's oh, but it's in uh, next week. Yeah. What's he gonna do? Rook? Sort of. Hopefully. Um. But uh, what was I gonna say? Uh. So it's in, I'm trying to remember what city it's in. Something. It's about. 38 minutes to the ballpark because we're going to do on the other side of the freeway. I think so. So we're going to do the twins and pirates. Not immaculate. No, it's something cove. I think. Well, here, I got it right here. Oh, shit. I better save this before. Yeah. Forget it. So the mayor will be very upset. Mayor's in a hurry. He doesn't know why, but he's in a hurry. <laughs> well, I asked last week, I said, why did the paper not ask you to do a bud piece? He said, oh, why didn't you why didn't demand you write a bud piece? I, I almost called him and said. Wouldn't it, it would, they would have run it on the front? I mean, I don't, I mean, God bless him, but I don't give a damn what James Frederick says about Bud Grant. No. We did a pretty good job on that. Dennis's thing was awesome. Yeah, we did. And the Sunday paper, we did pretty fucking Ooh, Yeah. Pretty dang good job. Oh, no, you did. You guys, on? yeah, we were fine, though. I thought you guys knocked it out. In fact, I think I told you this, but my old man was on a snowmobiling trip and said, go get me up in paper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I said, all right, way ahead of you. I got you one. They were up in McGregor where they still had about three feet of snow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that's right. Why did the door keep getting locked? I forgot to unlock it. They're storming. Look at Joe. <laughs> did we, uh, did we, uh, are we going to arrest him? Tomorrow? Well, we're barricading the old courthouse, Pat. Who is? The police. Oh. We're setting up the gates of hell. Oh, okay. This is the best thing we can get him on with all the other crappies, Paul? I don't know. <laughs> he 